Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app and use code DNVR when you sign up. Welcome in to a Wednesday edition of the DNVR Rockies podcast. I'm Susie Hunter, joined by our special guest co-host of the day, Christian, Christian Saez. Saez. How's it going, everyone? Um, everyone here. Yes, yes, you've got a live studio audience. audience. I know, I know. All the way from beautiful, sunny Washington to uh, enjoy this Colorado <laughs> weather. That's good. It's good. Baseball weather, as I always say. I was going to say, yeah, you guys were talking about this before the show. All weather is baseball weather for you guys. In Washington, yeah. I mean, you know, if it's raining, it rains all year round. So it doesn't matter if it's raining, sunny, it doesn't matter. You're playing. Yeah. Going outside, get some turf, and you're playing. I wonder if it's like that in Canada. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I would think so, too. We're, we're pretty close to Canada. We'd like to say that we're just, uh, you know few minutes away from Canada. Shout out to the guy who just randomly writes only Canada in the comments. No, no context. context no context, mm. Canada. I don't know what you want or what you want from us or what you're talking about, but it's a mystery. I, I just want you to know that you're seen yeah. and we wonder about you. We're thinking about you, Canada. We're thinking about you with a lot of question marks. Uh, we got a pretty cool show for you. I mean, we've got more updates from spring training, injury updates uh, from Bud Black, because we've got a lot of guys who are nursing some stuff um we've got a great one-on-one that patrick sent in with connor siebold one of the new guys yeah. so it'll be good to get to know him he is i mean spoiler alert he was not ready for this lack of humidity in arizona yeah no it's a it's a bit of a wake-up call for some people and you know and especially these young guys getting to experience some of their first spring trainings it's it's going to be a, a wake-up call for a lot of guys a wake-up call for sure um uh, brian servin I mean, he's he's always been ready. He has yep. always looked like a major leaguer who just wasn't a major leaguer yet. Uh, but he, first of all, he has a new child. It is a Tamagotchi. And I know you don't know what that is, and we're going to break that down yeah. in a little bit. Um, but also, the Rockies put together an awesome, mic'd up spring training experience. And we're going to yeah. share that, too, because uh, I think he's such a character. Yeah, the, it looks like they've been doing a lot. They've been engaging with the players, mm -hmm. making a lot of fun out of spring training. That's what it's supposed to be. Baseball season hasn't started yet. You're just having fun. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then at some point, we're going to hear from Patrick Lyons, who is down there with all the latest, even more stuff. I heard there was a fire drill. Sounds like oh. it's having a really great time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I saw the post on DNVR Rockies on Twitter and uh, saying that, you know, it's a cold, windy day over there and I just wanted to look outside and say well you, you could be here Patrick so it's, not not too worried about you there, there's right snow now. out there there's snow negative 10 wind chill yeah I was wearing shorts yesterday yeah 
I was wearing shorts and now look at there me. There were so many dogs outside yesterday. It was insane. I mean, all of our neighbors mm -hmm. had their dogs outside. Like it was the last day they would ever be able to go on a walk. And it feels like it. This morning, I took my dog out like, oh, maybe maybe we'll play for about 15 minutes. And two minutes in, we were both done. Oh, my gosh. We Is Zia Zia's not a cold dog? She's not a cold dog. She'll she start seems like a princess. prancing she be. around, like <laughs> trying to pick up all her paws off the snow. It's, it's not good for her. Poor baby. Yeah, uh, sad day for her today. She's going to be an inside dog today. Thoughts and prayers for mm -hmm. Zia. All She's the dogs. such a cutie. Um, all right, so let's start off. Let's start the show off with our injury updates because we've got sound from Bud Black. Um, so, yeah, are we ready to roll that? Yeah. All right, so here is what uh, Rockies manager Bud Black had to say about the array of injuries that our Rockies guys are facing right now. You know, Herman's been able to keep his arm going even from the, the hamstring strain. Uh, Sensa continues to stay on track. Our medical staff, training staff, strength guys are encouraged by his progress, so both are doing fine. Herman should be, again, long-term, everybody's concerned about the season. He should be able to be ready to start the season. And no immediate plans of when he's thrown in a game, you know, he's, you know, he'll jump on, he'll jump on the mound again here in the next day or two to get back on the mound. Uh, Rawlson's throwing a bullpen today. Uh, he threw one Friday. Uh, he threw some bullpens prior to camp as well, so he's progressing. It's a it's a progress of building arm strength, uh, increasing intensity. You know, it's a it's a buildup, but he's he's on track. He's doing great. Grichik, again, this is a, a period of time now where he just has to recover from the surgery. Uh, not much activity. Uh, you know, that will increase. You know, three, four, five days at a time of just the movements. Uh, it's going to be really close for him. Uh, again, I'm, I'm just basing uh, this on what we're hearing from uh, his surgeon in Philadelphia and from Randall says, which, you know, all players are encouraged and players want to get back and play, as you guys know. Uh, again, too early to make a call on Gritchy, whether he'll be ready opening day. Better idea three weeks from now when he gets, uh, when he puts on a baseball pants and starts doing baseball activities. We have an update on Jake Bird. He was throwing his bullpen session yesterday prior to going into a live batting practice. Suffered a oblique strain. Jake is down. We don't know how long. We'll see how this sets up in the next two or three days, but uh, he'll be out uh, here in the short term, the, the next week to 10 days with limited baseball activities. We just, you just gotta let that area calm down. Uh, he's sore. Uh, I'm sure you guys will catch up uh, with him, uh, but that, uh, you know, it's an early setback for Jake. Probably puts his WBC uh, uh, participation in jeopardy. I mean, I would, I would think that probably uh, excludes him from participating. Uh, this, is a, this is a bummer, right? No player. But again, silver lining, better now than a month from now. Christian, I know you must be sad to hear about not one, but two Rockies players missing out on the WBC. Yeah, that is a bummer. Because you're a WBC guy. I'm a big WBC guy. <laughs> Favorite sporting event ever um, or sporting tournament ever. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, you know, and I, I agree with Bud Black, though, on this. You know, silver lining is better for these things to happen now than a month from now, two months from now. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's really important to, especially be for the Rockies, looking at injuries right now because... The Rockies are not a team that has this just insane amount of depth that they can fall back on if some of their superstars get hurt. They, they're they a team that is going to have an uphill battle 
even if all their guys are completely healthy. And we saw this mm-hmm. last year with Chris Bryant. So I think it's going to be imperative for them to stay as healthy as possible this year because they're already kind of with their backs up against the wall. So um, I'd rather, you know, if they're going to get some injuries out of the way, do it now. Um, get those, you know, yeah. taken care of. Spend that extra time focusing on those injuries, getting them back to where they need to be so that they can be ready come, you know, a quarter of the season on. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's such a great honor to represent your country at the World Baseball Classic, but the priority is getting through this Rocky season. Yeah. Getting to 500. At least, at least, please. At least. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that is the that is the struggle. You know, it's hard enough to pitch at Coors Field. We don't exactly have the best depth when it comes to pitching staff. We got to keep these guys healthy. We got to keep them together. But it's good to hear that um, Erman is going to be fine in the long term. Um, Senza's on track. Uh, Rollison is working on the comeback, trusting the process, progressing, building yeah. that arm strength. Uh, so good news in here for now. Yeah, so far. You know, I mean, and this is super early. The season's long. This is what spring training is all about for me. It's mm-hmm. about, you know, getting guys some simple reps, getting them just back out there, getting them in, a, in, in like, like, Bud said, you know, getting the baseball pants on and just doing some baseball activities. That's what that's all about to me. And for for me moving forward, this is just their opportunity to kind of get through some of that so that come season they can uh, feel confident going into it uh, and not feel like they're still working through some injuries or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, uh, Tiffany, was that Patrick? Whatever we live hear, studio audience, whatever we hear was. a noise, we're like, is that Patrick calling in? Because we don't know what the noise sounds like, but we know it's a noise. <laughs> There's a red light that is supposed to light up when Patrick calls in. We'll look for that. Yes. Uh, we, we need an alarm, just like a siren. Honestly, like a fire alarm. <laughs> yes. Some, some, sort of, some sort of signal that tells us Patrick's waiting. We need a signal. Speaking of Patrick, Patrick talked to Connor Siebold earlier today. Great conversation. Is it so important to get to know these guys that we have not met yet? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, t- Tiffany, do we have that interview ready? All right. So here is what Patrick and Connor Siebold had to talk about earlier this morning. Here with Connor Siebold of uh, the Colorado Rockies. Connor, uh, we were just talking about uh, the fact that you know since you've been drafted and uh, traded once, you've mainly been in Florida. What are your first impressions of uh, baseball here in Arizona? Um, you know, I, I've I've played a little bit over here in the past, but like getting to do spring trainings, you know, it's it's really nice. Um, it's uh, a little bit of an adjustment. Like it's a lot drier, it's a lot, you know, windier. We're not having great weather right now, but I know, I've heard overall the the weather is better on this side. But no, I'm excited. I'm uh, I'm excited to get going. I know games start in a few days, and you know, stoked to get in there and get going. You're probably aware of making sure you're well hydrated. Are you are you doing uh, a humidifier when you were sleeping at night? Any any hacks just yet? Um, no, I think I mean I'm in a hotel right now, so it's like a humidifier would be tough to pull off. But uh, <laughs> in the future, I, I was looking into doing that. But. So I know you you've uh, got some experience uh, out west here, um, originally from California, but it's been a part of your life uh, down in Castle Rock area. In Colorado, as uh, as a Coloradan, what what are your impressions or memories uh, of your time when you you lived in the Centennial State? Um, you know, I remember really liking Colorado during the summer. The winters, I wasn't as much of a fan of, but that's just you know from me being you know growing up in California. Um, overall, though, I mean, I, I have a lot of good memories there. Um, I remember really liking Denver. Like, I thought Denver was a super cool city. Um, bunch of memories there, and 
you know, that's that's part of like, you know, that why I'm so stoked to be here is getting to hopefully like relive, you know, being in Denver for a little bit and or hopefully a long time. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it's it's cool to like kind of, you know, go back to you know where a lot of this like got going. So, yeah. And, and hoping to maybe relive Rocktober because I believe you were there in 2007. Maybe you can share a little bit about your memories and experiences then. Absolutely. No, I mean, 2007 was, I mean, it's it's a little bit of a blur now, but, I mean, I still vividly remember, like, you know, the, the walk-off slide into home, like Matt Holiday, absolutely touching home plate, without a doubt. Um, but like, you know, that game was so just electric. Like we got one of like the, the last tickets like into the stadium somehow. I can't remember like what that whole deal was, but like we were like right down the right field line. And I remember just like, you know, being like really happy and then really upset because like, you know, they kept like, you know, going back and forth and all that. And then, um, I also remember not being able to go to bed till like 3 a.m. because I was so like hyped up afterwards. It, I mean, it was an incredible game. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, and then before that, you know, I got to go to some like the games when they were like, you know, down the stretch when they were just rolling, and that was super fun to watch too. Yeah. Did, did you get, did you have to go to school the next day, or did you get that day off too? Probably, I probably went to school <laughs> the next cares? day. Yeah, who cares? I mean, it's like one of those like you know sick days, wink, wink. But yeah, yeah, no, but um, no, it, I, I just I remember um, a lot of like I went to a lot of games that season specifically because that was my first year living in Colorado, and so like my parents like wanted to go check it out as much as possible, and you know it was a good year to go check out. In your mind, does this Coors Field still kind of exist as one of these baseball cathedrals, as just one of the finest ballparks in the country? Oh, absolutely. Um, funny enough, I actually I, I pitched uh, at Coors Field for a high school game um, my sophomore year, I think, because they they do like the or I don't know if they still do, but we had like a game where like they do the thing where you go sell tickets and in return you get to play on the field for a game. And so we did one of those, and I I think I I closed out a game. Uh, my sophomore year there. So, yeah. Nice. That, that's a good story. Um, Pierce Johnson, apparently, I think, was also at Game 163, too. So you guys were friends and you didn't even know it. Yeah. I mean, I've talked to Pierce a good amount so far, and, I mean, he's, you know, a clown, but he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll have to, have to bring that up in the conversation yeah, at some I'll, point. Yeah, definitely. I'll definitely uh, drop that in front of him and see what he says. So for Rockies fans who want to get to know you a little bit better, uh, give us a little scouting report on yourself. Pitch mix, uh, what can they look forward to seeing from, from you this year? Um, fastball. Um, I like to pitch off my fastball. I mean, I, I command it really well, so it's, it's a good, like, you know, set up to the off speeds and then the the best off speed in my opinion is the change up like I, I like it a lot to both righties and lefties I try and use it a lot and then um, slider is like a good um, you know secondary option to get in the strikeout um, especially to righties and then um, curveball is a little newer but it's coming along and uh, it's a good like steal a strike pitch or late in the count try and bounce it see if the guy will chase Awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. No problem.
got a, yeah. we've got a, a pitcher here. I, I always love guys who, you know, can really command a changeup. That was always my struggle as a pitcher. I had a really good slider, really good cutter, good fastball, but my changeup was just, you know, sometimes it was great, sometimes it wasn't. So I, I appreciate him saying that his changeup was his go-to because I, I wish, I wish that I could have gotten that. See, I always say, I said this, um, we were getting drinks at work on, was it Friday? We were facking, Marissa, you were there. When I said, I was like, I said dead serious. I'm like, I think if I trained, I could be an MLB pitcher. Yeah, I saw you tweet that too, Yeah, I think, I, yeah. Think I could. Yeah, yeah, I did tweet it. I, yeah. There were it several was, was, adult beverages yeah. that were had when I said that, but like, I still believe it. I really do think it, that anything if I you trained set your a mind lot. To. Yes, <laughs> anything you set your mind to, you could do it, Susie. Susie. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start training. Yeah. I'm going to start working on it. When right, I go I'll, to spring training... I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna get up there and start throwing bullpens. I'll be your pitching coach. We can, Thank you know, you. I'll, I'll, I'll work on that change up with you a little bit. Yes. You know, a little circle change, tailing away. You're a righty, right? I'm a lefty. Oh, you're a lefty. Okay, yeah. even so better. So that's why I, I really think I've got a shot. Oh, for sure. You'd have that two seam tail fastball. It would be. Oh, we've got a future in you. Let's freaking go. We don't have Patrick yet, right? No. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> and then what time is it? Where are we at in this show? Patrick's having too much fun. You know what? I think we should talk about some of our we should talk about some of the things we love to talk about, like being a diehard at DNVR. It all happens here at the corner of Colfax and York, the best bar in the world. Um, so if you're not a diehard already, you are missing out on 15 percent off of your whole tab at the bar. 20% off of everything at dnvrlocker.com, 20% off of Broncos tailgates, nuggets, party buses, and those are always such a good time. That annual membership comes with a free t-shirt from dnvrlocker.com every damn year, and you're getting extra raffle tickets at all of our watch parties to win even more free gear. Plus, you get access to our Die Hards Only Discord, where you can watch Patrick harass me about wrestling. <laughs> um, and you can find all of this and more at the dnvr.com and here at dnvr we love our friends at breck brew and we love it even more when they partner with us to do really cool giveaways like the game day experience giveaway they are giving out tickets to an abs game and a nuggets game but it's not just tickets. It is the VIP experience. You are getting Lexus club access. You're getting dnvr merch and you're getting parking. This is actually so incredible. So the Avs game that they're giving away for Thursday, March 9th against the Kings. You were getting two tickets just a couple rows off the rink. You're getting Lexus Club. I mentioned the parking pass. You're getting gear. And, of course, the Nuggets giveaway where you can rock the courtside fit. That is Thursday, March 30th against the New Orleans Pelicans. Those are the courtside seats. Can't miss it. Of course, you're getting club access, parking pass, and gear with that. So here's how to enter. Head to the dnvr.com slash Breck Sweeps. Then complete the form to enter. It is that easy. Also, make sure you are following Breck Brew and DNVR on social media. You must be 21 or older. The link is in the show description. Winners will be selected a week before each of those games. So, ooh, that abs game is kind of coming up. Fun stuff. Yeah. Fun stuff. A lot maybe, of fun stuff there. Maybe you want to put a little, maybe you want to win even more, put a little money on it. That's what DraftKings is for. Nice. We love DraftKings. So yeah, no more football betting, but lots of baseball stuff. Of course, lots of NHL, NBA. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly if you win. So listen, you got those prop bets. You like a leggy bet? Yeah. Yeah. I love a leggy bet. Always. I love a leggy bet. All right. 
So bottom line, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code DNVR. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Sounds good. See show notes for details. All right. So we've heard from a lot of guys that we don't know super well. But we also, we have this great mic'd up content from Brian Servin. They mic'd him up during spring training while he was doing his workouts, doing his stretches. He's such a character. Yeah. I don't know how well you know him, but like, I think he's just an absolute riot. <laughs> yeah. He seems like a, a good time and, uh, and he seems like he's having a fun time at spring training. I think he's having a good time. Yeah. So Tiff, do we have that video ready? Yeah. Cause the Rockies did such a great job with this. This is amazing. All right, here's what Brian Servin has to say during a day of training. Um, normal routine for spring. I mean, I get here at like 6.30. Um, usually go straight to the hot tub, get the body loose. Usually right after that, cage opens around 8. So go hit in the cage around 8. We usually have announcements around 9 or 9.30, so then just start getting ready for the day. You know, hang out in the clubhouse, you know, talk to the guys, see how everybody's doing. And then we come out, stretch. Cacao. This is the best stretch. I was actually going to ask you what your favorite stretch This one. This is the best. You guys ever do cat cow, Red? Back, back in the day? <laughs> Catchers, right now what we're doing is we're hitting first. We're hitting BP on the field. I was, I've been standing further away from the plate um, just to give myself. I started to get jammed a lot towards the end of the year last year. I don't know. I don't think so. That might have been a swing thing. That might have been a pitch selection thing. Who knows? But um, so I was just I scooted a little bit closer to the plate, like tiny bit, like half inch closer to the plate the last couple rounds, and I just felt more connected. There was five good ones. When you're close and you can keep your hands tight to your yeah. body, that's when you're maximizing. Well, does that look different? Or is that yeah. Look okay. It looks connected. Yeah. Okay. Marky, are you gonna throw a little bit? When a guy throws what he's supposed to throw, it, it's it's pretty easy to catch it for the most part. Mm-hmm. But you have to know, like, if a, guy, if a guy's trying to throw a sinker and every now and then he cuts it a little bit, like, knowing that, like, knowing what his miss will be, for me, is one of the biggest parts of catching, especially at this level, because um, everybody's stuff is so good. How do you feel? Yeah, a lot better. Looks good. Yeah. Looks good to me. Yeah. You look normal? Yeah, normal. Okay. If, if they're going to be, you know, if they're going to try to throw a cutter and they throw a little bit two seam, or they're going to try to throw a slider, but it's more of a curveball, you just got to know, like, if they're going to throw a changeup, but they cut it every now and then. In the game, you can't you can't miss pitches. You know, like you might not you don't always have to catch it perfect, but you don't want to miss pitches. I mean, there's a lot of younger guys right now with this group, but uh, me and D, you know, we have a great relationship. Alo, alo, alo. And a lot of these younger guys, they're all good. They're all good guys, and it's fun just you know catching up and talking with everybody. Um, good group of guys we got right now. All right, and just as we started running that, uh, I think Patrick called in. He hung up oh. on purpose. He dropped us. Oh, no. That breaks my heart. Uh, let's talk about Brian Servin then. While we were watching that, Christian was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, yeah. I've broken some thumbs. Oh, that for sure. Way. <laughs> I actually loved what he was saying there, um, you know, because I've, as a pitcher, you know, you, you, deal, you, you have a relationship with your catchers. And pitch variability is a huge thing that a lot of catchers don't really know about until you get to a higher level. And what he's talking about when he's talking about, you know, some pitches might 
be expected to do certain things. So if you're throwing a four-seam fastball, you're expecting it to be a straight fastball. But every once in a while, you get a pitcher who maybe his arm angle adjusts just a little bit, you know, by a couple inches or centimeters, and just enough where it's going to put a little bit of tail on a ball. And every pitcher has a, a different thing. Mine would always cut a little bit more. So every once in a while, I'd throw a four-seam fastball that would cut. And so many catchers break their thumbs or just, you know, they've got a swollen palms because they're just not used to that. When you get guys throwing 95 miles an hour with cut, with tail, with curve, um, that can be a huge thing. So I think that's really important. And it's cool that, that to hear these guys talking about this and really giving you another aspect of the game that you don't really see very often. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's really speaks as well to the relationship these catchers have with their pitchers, because when you've got 15 plus pitchers that you're working with throughout a year um, or more, you've got to know all the different nuances between how these pitchers throw, their different arm slots, their different timing and speeds, all the pitches. Um, there's a lot more that goes into it than I think people realize, and that's uh, that was cool. I really appreciated him giving some insight on that. Yeah, no, it is super cool. Um, yeah, he's... Yeah, lots of good things to say. Also, Brian Servan, you know, we've mentioned he's a lot of personality. Um, he has a Tamagotchi. He got yeah. a Tamagotchi, and this has been just like the, this is the bit the Rockies are doing this spring training. It's hysterical. But also, it's so funny, you know, we brought this up. Obviously, it's in the headline of our freaking podcast today, because that is how important the Tamagotchi is to me. But Christian also did not know what a Tamagotchi is. No, that's new information to me. Um, I, I've heard of the name, but I had never actually uh, known what it was. So Yeah, so it's like a little, you know, it's a little animal that you take care of inside of a virtual egg. Okay, so it's so that's supposed to be an egg. It's a, yeah, it's supposed to be an egg. Okay, and you raise there's it. There's a little yeah, so it starts as a little baby, and you like feed it, and you have to play with it, and you have to like clean huh. up after it, and there's only like three buttons on there too. So. Yeah, you're very limited in your uh, child caring, you know, abilities. Yes, but the thing is, the thing about Tamagotchi. So we had these when we were kids. I think you might have just missed, missed it. it. Yeah. So you kind of just missed it. You were you're on the young end for Tamagotchis. Yeah. I was like the prime age for them. You were in the Tamagotchi phase. But the thing is, you have to like take care of them every day. Like if you let them go for like a, you know, an eight hour school day, they will die during the day. Oh my gosh. I know. So then you have to like start over with a new Tamagotchi. It's it's very sad. I, I had this like, it, I had this game online that was like, uh, it was kind of like Sims, but it was with like zoos. And oh. I, I remember that was the like Wait, which zoo, one is this? zoo tycoon, I think if I remember correctly. Okay. But like if it was the same thing where like if you didn't take care of your animals every single day there was like a timer on it and you're you're like elephants would die and you know i'd like take like three days Trauma. off from playing and i'd come back and i'm like why are all my animals dead so yeah that's <laughs> that seems intense that's very a lot of pressure i'm glad your dog is doing better yeah she's doing much better she's doing much better a good thing i don't run a zoo all right that's not not in the book not in the cards for oh me gosh. was that was that patrick in no how oh, did we lose I him He's just having, again, he's having too much fun in spring training, enjoying mm. the nice warm weather over there and getting to hang out with some people. I saw you got to eat a hot dog, too. There he is nothing that says, hot there is nothing that says it's baseball season more than just eating a hot dog in spring. Yes. I, yeah, like, I don't feel like I could eat a hot dog here. No, no, not it, at all. I'm, like, looking out at the snow. I'm like, yep, it's, it's still snowing. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's York Street behind us, and it looks terrible. It looks <laughs> miserable. We I, we were almost hit, like, twice on the way over here just trying to get in. It, people are crazy on the roads, and, yeah, not baseball weather. This is not baseball weather. I cannot wait to get down to Arizona where it is baseball weather. Is that Patrick? Bring him in. Bring him in. Bring Send him, him in. Bring him in. Look oh, at the that flow and everything. sunshine. 
the flow. Patrick, can you hear us? Howdy, y'all. How's it going? From hey, sunny, got, yet we've windy. Got, we've got Christian Sayas here, too. Uh, hey, we've Patrick. Been, we've been talking a lot about pitching, because why wouldn't we? Uh, but how is how is everything down there? Good. Glad, to have, uh, glad you guys can have me on your season and science show. I do appreciate that. Things going well here uh, in general. Can you hear me okay? You know, it's a little windy, but um, we can hear you okay. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, pitching actually was a lot of the conversation this morning with uh, Bud Black. Uh, I think they're going to be a little bit better than, uh, you know, people maybe aren't anticipating. They, uh, they picked up two guys this offseason that – uh, I think can be relied upon in the bullpen. Obviously, Pierce Johnson's their lone free agent uh, that they've signed, uh, but they also were able to uh, you know, pick up Brent Suter on waivers, and so that's uh, that's a pretty valuable pickup that they got uh, from Milwaukee. A guy that Bud Black himself was uh, pretty surprised that Milwaukee just kind of let him go. Uh, but Black gets gets the emails, he gets the alerts uh, on his phone and uh, his computer when guys get waived, and he immediately uh, picked up the phone and, and let Bill Schmidt know. Hey, you know, this this is a guy. If we can get him, if if the teams that were worse than us last year uh, let him go and, and don't claim him, then we need to make sure that we step up and do that. Spoke with Craig Council uh, all about Brent Suter, and so uh, he's going to be a, a really great fit here. Uh, it's it's only one year. You know, this is his final year before he hits free agency. So we'll kind of wait and see what happens. But um, Rockies have a few guys in their bullpen that are going to be free agents after this year. Denelson Lamet. Pierce Johnson, who's only on that that one year deal, uh, Suter. So uh, one of those guys, you know, might even be in the line for uh, an extension here uh, at some point, uh, perhaps in spring training. This is kind of the time of the year to maybe get those things out of the way now, or else they could be uh, in even a bigger pinch uh, come next off season. So I'm I'm happy to hear that that is someone that Bud Black had had the Google alerts on for. <laughs> he did, yeah. Suter's a, is a good guy. He uh, Austin Gomber is actually the team representative, as far as uh, you know, all of the players' association business is concerned. But Brent Suter, he's actually on the executive board, so uh, I think that'll be helpful for the uh, the players to have that. And a well-respected guy. Again, has yet to hit free agency, but he's he's. I want to say 32, 33 years old. So he uh, he's no spring chicken himself. It's just one of those things didn't get up to the big leagues until uh, a little bit later than, than some of the younger guys. So uh, again, still yet to the free agency, but uh, he's got some years under his belt. Smart, wise guy, great addition uh, to the Rockies clubhouse. Nice. Um, uh, how, are, how are our injured guys feeling today? Any updates from yesterday? Well, we've got one more injured guy. Unfortunately, Riley Pint uh, did suffer uh, an oblique strain, and uh, it's a little bit it's a little bit milder than the one that Jake Bird is suffering from. Bird uh, will be out probably about four to six weeks. Could potentially make the opening day roster still. Still could potentially you know be ready. Obviously, if it's six weeks, uh, that that's not going to happen. But if it's closer to the four weeks, uh, then he very well could be there uh, on March thirtieth in in San Diego. Uh, but Pine's injury is a little bit milder, you know, felt it during the live batting practice on Tuesday. Uh, and then ultimately, you know, was still able to kind of go about his side work afterwards. So that's kind of promising to suggest that it wasn't that severe. So uh, they're going to kind of take it day by day for right now. But uh, overall, you know, Pine's got a lot of work that he's going to need to do uh, if he's going to, you know, possibly break through his numbers 
last year in double A, there were some that were promising. And then there were others that weren't, you know, he, he just needs to throw a lot more strikes. And that was, that was another part of the conversation is, is striking out more guys, just a little bit more, uh, depending on what your track record is. And then walking a little bit less, uh, the strikeout to walk ratio is a big thing that the Rockies need to improve upon both starters and relievers, uh, each, uh, but, but Pint's going to need to, to make some serious growth in order to do that because he walks far too many strikes out plenty, but if he's not, if he's not in and around the strike zone, that's going to be problematic, uh, for, for any manager, uh, at any level. And so, uh, Pint's got to work on that. Uh, if he's going to uh, make his debut, the former, uh, fourth overall pick in the 2016 MLB draft. Actually, not former. He's still the fourth overall pick in the 2016 MLB draft. He yeah. is. And I was going to say, I mean, I, I know we were talking about this earlier, Patrick. You know, spring training, you obviously you don't want to see guys getting injured, but you kind of expect that, especially with pitchers going from offseason into, into, you know, regular spring training, you're going to start to see some of those slight injuries popping up and being able to kind of take it day by day but overall, I mean, talk to me a little bit about, about how you feel the importance of just being healthy is this year. The Rockies are not expected to be a team that's in the, you know, top 10 um, in the MLB. So how important is it for them to just be healthy and how much of a focus is that uh, as they go through spring training? Well, one of our uh, latest unlocked articles over at the DNVR.com kind of discusses that uh, from, from yesterday. The fact that if you go back and look at the success they had in 2018, again, much different team. Uh, much higher talent level, but they got 162 starts out of six starting pitchers. They didn't have very many injuries. I think it was uh, DJ LeMahieu, something like 40 some games uh, on the IL at that time in three different stints. Otherwise, everyone was really healthy, and so their their best foot uh, was forward, and and it was a healthy foot at that. And so uh, this year's team is going to need a lot more of that too, because they were really banged up last year. Ryan Ross and their top pitching prospect still yet to make his major league debut, still recovering from that shoulder surgery last year. He's a guy that uh, they're not relying upon right now, but he certainly could give them a, a major boost, uh, maybe in the bullpen at first, then then next season perhaps in the starting rotation. But Rawlson was was down for all of last year. Antonio Senzatella and Lucas Gilbreth, uh, they were both guys that, that shut down and their season ended early in August. So that was obviously you know problematic uh, for the pitchers. And then Tyler Kinley, their best guy, through the first two months of the season. He was fantastic. Sub-1 ERA uh, ends up going down, Tommy John surgery, and so uh, he's lost for the season, hoping to get him back somewhere at the uh, the mid-season point. So they are banged up last year. And, of course, Chris Bryant, uh, who I did get a chance to talk to this morning, you know, he was only around for 42 games. If all of those guys are healthy, you win more than 68. You might not get to 500. You certainly might not make the postseason. But, again, the, the health is super, super important. Rockies have much better depth, I think, to uh, supplement any of those injured players. So that is positive. But Christian, you know that you hit the nail on the head. They've got to be healthy to have all of their best pieces in play um, in, in order for them to have the best shot at possibly reaching that 500 mark, which does bode well for next season and going forward when all these young guys start coming around and their window of contention reopens again. I look at it too. I mean, you know, you think of, okay, the first, first half of the season, uh, you know, everyone's starting to kind of get back into the swing of things, but you know, especially from second half after the all-star game on for pitchers specifically, you start to see guys starting to fall off a little bit. So having that depth, as you mentioned, super important um, for the Rockies to be able to put together a potentially winning season. Um, if they want to make that happen, they've got to have that depth going late into the, the last few games. 
They do. They do. They, you know, there's a lot of veteran guys that are, are in camp um, on the offensive side. You know, Harold Castro is one of those non-roster pickups that came in late January that uh, is, is probably now more of a favorite and more of a favorite to make the, the roster. So uh, that probably means either only Alan Trejo or Ezekiel Tovar will uh, be on that opening day roster. You could possibly see all three of those guys um, because Castro can play the outfield. So that's uh, that's really helpful. But on the starting pitching front, you know, Matt Koch is a, is a veteran guy, you know, that hasn't, uh, you know, contributed too much in the big leagues, but he's a veteran that's around. Fernando Abad, uh, left-handed reliever, 37 years old, you know, has uh, parts of 10 years uh, big league experience. So those guys will probably start the year down in AAA, um, but that's that's part of that depth that you may need to be, uh, you may need to call upon. You know, Logan Allen is another one of those guys, left-hander, still, still really young, has uh, ultimately been a starting pitcher. Uh, in, in his time with Boston and, and Cleveland, and he's now going to be a reliever. So he is another, you know, high-quality lefty arm that, you know, the Rockies could possibly be able to tap you know, if they need that going into the season. Lucas Gilbreth, you know, completely healthy right now, so that's that's really positive for them. They already have Brent Suter, so that's two lefties. But Black could be really spoiled if Abad or someone like Logan Allen is also on that opening day roster. You could have three left-handed pitchers for the first time, and I don't know when. To hear that, Patrick. Anything else we need to know about what is happening down in Arizona before we let you go? Uh, Chris Bryant is feeling healthy. Uh, that's a good thing. You know, was able to uh, start his off-season regimen two weeks early, so that's really promising. Um, he is enjoying the first normal off-season in a while. Again, as we said, really like the 2018-2019 off-season was the last normal one that we've had. So that's been uh, been helpful for him to catch up with Jake Bird. Uh, he is feeling uh, a lot better since yesterday. Agreed with Bud Black. Hey, glad that it happened now. Get it out of the way. Uh, did speak with Willie McIver a little bit yesterday. He's one of the most positive people that you could possibly talk to. Uh, he, he loves being surrounded by positivity. So he was thriving last year in Albuquerque with uh, manager Warren Schaefer, with Winton Bernard. You know, was so happy uh, for that promotion. Ryan McMahon, he might be a secret fan of the show. Uh, well, you might have to talk about that at another point. He, he knew certain points here. He knew certain things about our podcast that, I, or, or about us, that's making me think that per, uh, perhaps we, he's listening. If so, we will circle up, back right? on that for <laughs> yeah, sure. <right. laughs> the secrets. Out. Yeah, we we might have to do that. So, um, yeah, no, things things are going well. Getting to talk with a lot of the guys, getting to know them. Um, Connor Siebold, uh, as you know, we got we got two guys from Game One Sixty Three. Right, that were there. Uh, Connor Siebold, uh, yeah. who was in Colorado at the time. Pierce Johnson, Case Williams grew up in Colorado, so he was he there. I'm beginning to think that, um, you know, there was what fifty some thousand people there uh, for Game 163 in 2007. But if you uh, gave a survey out to all Colorado res- residents, it would probably come back that 217,000 of them were at the game that day. So. <laughs> I don't know. The numbers continue to grow because I've personally met at least 60,000 people who've said they were at that game. So uh, fun stories uh, that we're going to be catching up and reporting on uh, for the next couple of weeks uh, down here in Arizona for the DNVR.com. All right, Patrick, thank you so much. Make sure you keep us posted on everything and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you guys. Thanks for having me on Susie and Sia's show. I appreciate it.
Yes. All right. Real fast. We lost track of time. We got to talk about pins and aces real fast because they are the official golf apparel partner of DNVR. We love our pins and aces gear. We get tons of compliments. We know the big drive energy dudes are always rocking pins and aces. They're a family owned golf and apparel business based right here in Colorado. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and the absolute best invention ever, the beer sleeve, an innovative product that lets you store seven beers right inside of your golf bag in like a tower kind of situation, wow. keeps them cold the whole round. It's impressive. It's really impressive. So check out pinsandaces.com. Use code DNVR to receive 15% off of your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. And, oh my goodness, we got to talk about my husband's Bacchus and Shanker. When you get hurt... Backus and Shanker is here to help. They are winning for Colorado families, helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. So it is absolutely free to work with them until they win money in your case. There is no upfront fee to talk about your case. There is absolutely no fee until they are winning money for you. And Backus and Shanker, they've done it. They have won over a billion dollars for their clients. And now they have even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. They have an amazing staff of more than 30 lawyers. The bottom line at Backus and Shanker helps you with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. So car accidents, motorcycles, rideshare, pedestrian incidents, trucks, they can help even if you're injured at work. So call them at 222-2222, that is all two lows, to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. All right. Um, uh, so, yeah, Patrick mentioned yesterday in the, in the Slack that, like, Rymac, like, knew that he drove down. But he was like, how did Rymac know that I drove down? Huh. He must be watching this show. So now we're just wondering. Yeah. Do you know what Rimac, sign Rymac is? Wave your hand. Huh? <laughs> Do you know what sign he is? No, I don't. Uh, Take I a saw guess. that he was I thought that, that was posted on uh, the Rockies Twitter. Was is he a is he a Pisces? No, no, no. He's a Sagittarius. Oh, okay, okay. He's a you, natural clubhouse leader. And that's oh, what we love yes. about him. See, and you told me. So okay, I remember you did that show on, you know, how each different sign <laughs> <laughs> you know the stereotypes of them as a baseball player what was what was Taurus was Taurus like historically pitchers there's a lot of earth Taurus is an earth sign and there's a lot of earth signs who are pitchers okay. we have a lot of Tauruses like Kyle Freeland is a Taurus okay nice um uh, so yeah lots of Tauruses on the pitching staff um I feel like earth signs are good pitchers because yeah. you have to be so grounded you have to yeah. be so disciplined to be a pitcher and also like you were literally on the ground uh, yeah I remember you saying that and being like oh that makes sense like I I get it Chris Christian is a Taurus, ladies and gentlemen. I, I am. That's why I ask. But yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting point. Never thought of it that way. Maybe, uh, maybe you know, depending on when Marissa and I have a child, you know, we'll 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 base our child's position on that, Ooh. on what their Marissa's what their like, Earth sign is. <laughs> right? over here like no. I know. No. I think that's is that does that carry over into basketball too? I mean, you know, all the other sports. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you guys have a lot to talk about it in sounds private. Like we do. So let's wrap up the show so we can <laughs> let you guys talk about your your family plans. Yes. So family you're not planning. doing it on my show. Um, Christian, <laughs> where can we follow you? Uh, on Twitter at CJJ Saez. All right. You can follow all the latest Rockies news at DNVR underscore Rockies. You can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. We've got the Broncos show coming up next in just a couple of minutes. And we will be back here at 11 o'clock ish 
tomorrow to talk about some more Rocky Spring training news. And Christian, you know what they say about me closing out a show? I have no idea, Susie. They say she doesn't know how to do it. So again, I'll see you tomorrow at 11-ish.